What's up, Jesse? Hi, how you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, it, it's really an honor to be here with you. Um, you know, I've, I've been talking to uh, a lot of people in the community, uh, you know, kind of asking uh, about artists, uh, especially the, the Latino artists here in Arkansas. Uh -huh. And your name came up several, several times. Uh, and, and, and then I'm like, oh, my God, Jesse, he's been right in front of my face this whole time. I've yeah. gotten tattoos from, <clears throat> you know, your co-workers, uh, the other Jesse and Katie. Uh, but I've never had the honor of, of getting a tattoo with you. Soon. Um, yeah, soon, soon. Soon, soon man. Yeah, but soon. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, just tell us a little bit about uh, what you do, uh, how long yeah. you've been doing it, and uh, yeah, what, what you see for yourself in the future. Yeah. So, man, I'm Jesse. Uh, I've been tattooing in Little Rock for about seven years or so. Um, man, I do just straight up. Uh, Mexican style, black and gray. Yeah, I feel like that's the best way to to describe it. Um, there's a certain style, of black and gray, that it's just uh, you know it, it's part of the Mexican culture. You exactly, know the yeah. the fine line, the smooth shading, the dark blacks. Mm -hmm. You know. It's something that you see a lot throughout the Hispanic community. Exactly. Um, man, I plan on I plan on just doing a whole bunch more black and gray, man. Exactly. I plan on doing this forever. So you've been doing this for about seven years. What uh, what inspired you to kind of become a tattoo artist, or how did that idea kind of pop in your head? And did you ever think that that was going to be your profession when you know when you were a little kid? I never thought that. Yeah. I never thought that. Um, I started drawing at a real young age. Yeah. Um, the first drawing I ever did, um, or the first drawing that opened my eyes art was uh, my dad drew me uh, Roadrunner. Okay. And he drew it really good. Man. Yeah. It was, uh, he drew a whole scene. It was like the Roadrunner on the mm -hmm. cliff with a stop sign and clouds. It even had a bubble that said beep beep yeah. on it. Um, and ever since I saw him do that, mm -hmm. you know, it just kind of blew my mind. And, you know, I'd been an artist throughout my whole life. I was always in uh, drawing, painting, yeah. any art class I could take. And, you know, I was always just naturally interested in it. And I think mainly because I thought I was good at it. You yeah. know, I wasn't, I wasn't good at a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I wasn't good at school. So, you know, the the whole drawing thing, you know, it yeah, felt yeah. like home for me. Exactly. And um, yeah, man, I, I, I got into it at a, at a super young age. And then when it came time and I graduated high school, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, go to college. Yeah. Everyone telling me I needed to go to college. Um, my parents had a taqueria at the time and I had no interest in college. Exactly. I was like, man, I'll open up another taqueria, yeah. little tacos and tequila, and we'll be straight. Yeah. And uh, everyone was pushing me to go to college. And, you know, I kind of ended up going the medical route. Yeah. Everyone kind of told me, oh, you know, there's no money in art. You know, exactly, what are you going to do? Be an art teacher and all that, which that's what I did want to do. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be an art teacher and, you know, help other kids you know, unlock their talents and stuff. Yeah. And um, 
man, I listened and I went towards the medical field and man, I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. It didn't feel natural. Like, no, no se sentia like bien. Like it wasn't the right. It wasn't your thing. You, you, yeah, yeah, it just didn't feel right. You know, yeah. I felt it in my stomach. Like, man, this ain't it. Mm -hmm. So, man, I ended up dropping out, went back to the taqueria. And I'd grown up in downtown Hot Springs. Yeah. And um, there's a tattoo shop, Redbeard's Tattoo. Okay. Um, and there were a couple blocks from us and I'd always deliver food. And, you know, as a kid who was in art, I'd ride my bike out there, you know, to go downtown. And I'd always see the tattoo artists outside, yeah. you know. They always had cool or weird cars or, you know, it, it always seemed like a party. Yeah. You know, I'd always drive by and I'd try to go in and it was no kids allowed. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, I was just always interested by it. So whenever I dropped out, I, uh, you know, I was good friends. I, you know, I'd been around them for 10 plus years. So, you know, they're great clients of us. And I started asking, you know, yeah. like, how do I get into this? Like, if I want to do art full time. Yeah. And um Man, that sparked the interest. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I think uh, kind of as uh, as an immigrant and having immigrant parents, uh, the idea of college to, to your parents, it's like the ideal thing because mm -hmm. it provides security and yeah. definitely pursuing the art uh, the art scene. Uh, you know that in the back of their mind, they're like, oh my God, my, my son yeah. is going well, to art. Yeah, they're scared for you. They're like, he could, yeah. what if he yeah. sucks? Yeah, what like, if he doesn't make what it? What if he doesn't make exactly. it? You know, and they're kind of worried yeah. and try to protect us. How do you, how do you think your parents um, feel now that, you know, you definitely, you know, you opened up a shop with, you know, two other uh, amazing artists and, you know, you have constant clientele. Man, in. they're proud. Yeah. They're proud. Um, that should have make me emotional, man. No, they're proud. <laughs> no, they're proud as hell. And um, it's crazy because when I was tossing up the idea, mm -hmm. I, under I understood why they were like, what, tattooing? Like, mm -hmm. I was already in a program at UAMS for like a, a pretty good career. And, you know, um, I dropped that cold turkey to do this. And... Um, I understood their fear and all that, and especially where they came from. Mm -hmm. I mean, my dad came here when he was 10. My mom came here when she was like 14. And, you know, no hablando inglés, like going to school mm -hmm. and, and all that. You know, both of them ended up, you know, having to find their own way. Yeah. You know, school was informed, you know, out here and especially not in those days. Um, yeah, the, the Hispanic community. Yeah, the Hispanic the community back then was, so you smart. know, and so for them, you know, they dropped out and started working. Yeah. And both of them, um, I mean, they always had to own their own businesses mm -hmm. or do that. And, you know. With owning your own business, there's so many ups and downs, highs and lows, and all that, that they wanted me to have something safe. Exactly. And they wanted me to have something secure exactly. and all that. Um, but they know I got it now. You yeah. know, they, they, they know, uh, you know, it took a little bit, but I feel when they saw that I was for real about mm -hmm. it and I was down to do whatever it took, you know, 
they they knew what's up. They, yeah. They they it, it completely changed their their perspective on it. And now, I mean, neither of my parents have tattoos. They still mm-hmm. don't have a tattoo. And you know, for me, I'd put on a temporary tattoo or draw on myself yeah. with Sharpie. You know, I'd be like, te lo lavas, yeah, you yeah. know. You take that off and you get out the house. <laughs> exactly. You know? I, I I know how you feel because uh I was in the military and like it's super traditional for people in the military. Yeah, to get, to get tattoos, yeah. man. So that... when, when I came back home, uh my parents didn't say anything, but I could see that look of like deception. Yeah. I was like, Yeah. Like, oh my god, they they, they hate it. They the hate disgust. It. Yes, <laughs> but uh, th- your parents were uh, were obviously there w- through your through your hardships. Uh, you know, definitely as an upcoming artist. Uh, you know, if you look in retrospect, seven years ago. Yeah. Uh, what would you say was like one of the hardest things uh, to overcome uh, in this in this area of work, if there was any? Yourself. Yeah. In this type of line of work, mm-hmm. it's yourself your fears your own insecurities Mm -hmm. all that like putting those on the back burner and having you know just a little more faith and fear and being like you know i got this um because in this type of field you know it's real easy to compare yourself to Mm -hmm. others you know and here in arkansas man the tattooing community is amazing like um, I got so many homies around here in Little Rock that, you know, we all specialize in our own, you know, style. Mm-hmm. And with art, you know, I could try to do something like someone else yeah. and try to copy it. And then at the end of the day, man, it's going to look like I did it. You're going to yeah. be able to tell, you know, I did it. There's a little bit of me in mm-hmm. it. So, um the hardest part is, you know, especially starting early on, like you see so many great people mm-hmm. that you're like, damn, I want to be at that level. Yeah. And, you know, the hardest part is taking pride in the level that you're currently mm-hmm. at, you know, and having aspirations yeah. for reaching that next level yeah, yeah. or grinding to get to it. It's kind of like a, you trust in the process. Yeah, just think. trust the process and like do your thing. Yeah. Like, do your thing. Let it be you, you know. Uh, your tattoos don't look like someone else's, you mm-hmm. know. Let it do you, you know. Yeah. Embrace what your tattoos look like and where you're at on your journey. Exactly. Uh, so, going back to your parents, I know that they had a big impact on the Latin community uh, because they were, they were the owners of, like, one of the first stores here. Yeah. Uh, so kind of like seeing uh, the Latin community back in the day to where it is now. Uh, how do you how do you how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel Arkansas is kind of like growing? As yeah, a, it's not Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a trip, really, yeah. man. It's beautiful. Um, I mean, I've been here since like '95 okay. or, or so, you know. And back then, it was on a everybody knew everybody because there wasn't you know that many hispanics like uh like my brother said man we used to we were talking about this recently um man we would go to walmart at kroger yeah like holy shit there's like 
there's like another yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah there's another mexican yeah, we're happy you. we're excited like yeah oh what's up you know they own this song you know we're these you know we're yeah. from here and yeah you know L- looking at kids nowadays you know i feel a little bit of jealousy because you know they're growing up around yeah. their own people their own their own tribe and it's yeah. really nice i'm like man i wish i had that i wish i had somebody to to listen to, to mexican music with and not I don't want to say be forced to listen to like American music. But, yeah. Uh, sometimes you know people would be like, "It's like, oh, you don't know who this person is." I was like, "No, I don't. No, I'm sorry. I, don't. I, I grew but up with Chente, You know, yeah. that's my Did, You know who Juan Gabriel yeah, is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it's so amazing to kind of see the the, the culture uh, kind of um, you know flourishing here here in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, have you always lived here in Arkansas? Or yeah, or? I have. Um, Nasi in LA. Okay. Um, Nos movimos pa acá when I was like two or three, yeah. you know. So I've been here my whole life, and you know, from Little Rock, North Little Rock, Hot Springs, back to North Little Rock, the Bryant, you know. I kind of stayed in the central Arkansas area. Yeah. E, you know, um, it's home. Yeah. it's home but you know i'm super thankful that growing up i was able to hit you know all the pueblos that my parents are from you know my dad's from guadalajara yeah you know being able to grow up and go back and forth to guadalajara and you know experience that as a kid you know especially here in arkansas the way arkansas is not like california exactly. arkansas is not like texas yeah. arkansas is not like new york we're way behind we especially in like the Hispanic community, the where, you know, out here, there's only a few of us. Exactly. You know, so it's real easy to not see or to not feel that, you know, that, what do they say on Univision, that, that Orgullo Hispano, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, you you know, it, it was real easy to not feel that, so. Being able to go to back and forth to Mexico and all that was yeah. nice, you know, especially when you encountered unpleasant situations exactly. with, yeah, you know. But I think we're getting to, uh, we're, we're making progress a lot, you know. Acabas de mencionar el orgullo hispano, you know, back in the day, like, you know, someone would like kind of like hide their like yeah. actual self yeah how do you uh, mexican yeah but like, now you're like no pues voy a poner un corrido yeah like no let me put you on and, this yeah, yeah, you're this yeah exactly you're more proud of it uh it's it's something that that really and, and to me it's very important yeah and it's something that i plan my i, I plan to instill in my kids yeah um but kind of like seeing the, the younger community they're kind of drifting away from 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 their from their culture and i, I you have kids right yeah yeah i have two yeah. kids what, what is your is your goal to like make sure that they know they're mexican yeah uh, yeah. yeah yeah and i know that there's a big chance i mean me yo hablo bien pocho yeah. no, <laughs> you know no, i speak totally Sp- you know i speak spanglish i'm back and forth sometimes you, you know there's yeah. stuff i don't know how to say you, you got all to it you know like, and yeah. with, with them you know I, you know, me and my brothers were the first generation born here. Both yeah. my parents are from Mexico, all my fields and stuff. So I, um, you know, and even with us, mm-hmm. you know, we're so Americanized. Yeah. 
and all that. So I know it's naturally going to happen with my kids, and my kids are going to be a little more American than me. But they're going to always know what's up. Yeah. You know, with, with us, like, you know, just instilling that culture, the music, the food, um, the way we carry ourselves, el ambiente. Yeah. El ambiente que, que, que trae el hispano. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a whole different ambiente. You know, any job site you go to, and, you know, with, with the Hispanos and stuff, you know. It's just different. You know? It, it's just a little different. There's a, a, a way, you know, from the película to the novelas. Oh, uh, yeah. Anything, you know, the, the Sábado Gigantes. You know, well, um, you know, just try to embrace it as much as possible and, and really be proud because in the era I grew up in, you know, I ended up going to a really country school. Yeah, you know, I went, to, uh, I went to school in Hot Springs yeah. where there wasn't that many Mexicans. Even as a teenager, there wasn't that many. I think there's maybe like 15 or less at my, in my high school. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was so much that I saw in so many other people that they were kind of hiding who they were, like didn't feel comfortable, you know, being, you know, Hispanic or yeah. anything or speaking Spanish mm -hmm. or all that, or they were ashamed of their accent and yeah. stuff. Like, I want my kids to be proud. You yeah. know, everyone should be proud. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everyone should be proud of being ashamed of of not knowing because yeah. our, our parents, they, they didn't grow up here. Yeah, no. That's one of those things, but I, I can gladly say that, you know, uh, our people making progress, you know, obviously we're not at the level where you know, California or Texas might be, but but we're getting there. No. Um, and uh, have you ever thought of, uh, this, is, this is a question I like to ask because it's something that is kind of like crossed my mind a couple of times because, uh, you know, as a photographer, you, you're always looking to expand. Uh, and I feel like as an artist, you are too. Has uh, venturing off to another state, has, has that ever crossed your mind or uh, it, doing anything like that? It has. Yeah. It, it has. Um, I've gotten really good offers, you yeah. know, to, to work at some really good shops mm -hmm. and, you know. Um, what kind of, what, what's, what's kind of holding you back here? My family, family man. Yeah. And I feel like that's a big part of who I am exactly. and how I was raised mm -hmm. and a big part of my culture to where my family is the most important thing in my yeah. life. You sure. know, I wouldn't be, I would love to work out in LA. There's yeah. so many shops I'd love to work at yeah. out there. Um, but man, my family helped me every step of the way. Mm -hmm. I have a huge, I'm blessed, man. I'm lucky. I got a huge family. I feel like I got the coolest family in the world. I'm biased. Yeah. And, um, they, they're just super good, man. And they're super cool. And yeah. man, they, they helped me so much. And, mm -hmm. you know, me being raised in family-owned businesses, like I got to work next to my dad and my mom mm -hmm. and my brothers and sisters for so long that, you know, I feel like I really got to know them as who they are. Because yes. sometimes you know your coworkers better than you know your family because exactly. that's who you're with, mm -hmm. who you're, you know, up to date with. And yeah, you spend you, most of the time. Yeah, with you spend stuff. most of your time with them and then you just call and check in with the family mm -hmm. whenever. And um, for me, man, my family 
helped me every step of the way. I can see myself leaving. Yeah. You know, Arkansas is home for me. I plan on staying. Exactly. You yeah. know, I kind of feel the same way. I'm I'm single, so I don't have like a like a like a family like you do. Yeah, but I do have uh, you know my parents, my my sisters, uh, cousins, and everything. Yeah, uh, but especially also also the community that helped me uh, get to the point where I'm at. Today. Yeah, and I feel like uh, as artists, you know, we kind of. Um, in a sense, we do kind of owe something to them to kind of get yeah. back, you know, the best of, of, of what we can offer uh, to the community. Um, is there like anything that you in particular are looking like to, to, to give a message to the community? Like, this is what I'm here for. This is what I want to provide for you guys uh, or anything like that. Man, on, on that, I've... Uh... And I just want to continue to do really good tattoos, yeah. you know, and I was inspired by tattoo artists, mm -hmm. you know, as soon as Instagram hit and I got to see a lot of people that I felt, you know, that I felt were like me, mm -hmm. you know, I saw so many Mexican tattoo artists traveling the world, yeah. you know, being able to take their family on trips around the world and you know, go tattoo in different spots. And, you know, um, I was inspired. Mm -hmm. uh, I was inspired by other people that I felt, you know, had similar talents, interests to me and were living their dream life. And, you know, if, if there's anybody that's in art or in a tattooing and wants to pursue this, you know, I just always want to be here to, to show them the ropes and, yeah. you know, let them know, like, it is all possible, you know. Um, yeah, let, let everyone know that, that it is possible to live, yeah. you know, your, your dream life and really do what you love and take that jump and make it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, you wanted to be an art teacher. Uh, is that still something that you would like to do or has that kind of like drifted the, the, the tape? Um, man, I fell in love with tattooing. Yeah. yeah. I, I fell in love with tattooing, man. Um, but I feel like with tattooing, you know, I still have the, the chance mm -hmm. to be a teacher. I mean, I was apprenticed one-on-one -on -one, you know i was really apprenticed by a whole shop yeah but you know with tattooing you know you take someone under your wing and you know i learned on a first-hand basis one-on-one -on -one. i had uh you know my mentor who taught me everything they knew yeah. and you know i was an apprentice and i think in the future i would like to apprentice someone yeah. Um, kind of yeah, it kind of takes someone who's hungry and who really wants yeah. it, you know, under my wing. Um, right now, I don't feel um, I'm there yet. Yeah, I don't feel I don't feel I have all the answers mm -hmm. yet to do that. Um, but I love to in the future, awesome. you know. Yeah. Well, as a tattoo artist, I feel like you may get this this question a lot, especially you know tattooing. Uh, you know, random people or whatever. Uh, what would you say is like the craziest tattoo you have done? <laughs> right? Or location-wise, if it's something crazy. Oh, man. Uh, man, there's a ton. Yeah. There, there, there's a ton. There's a ton I won't say on camera. Right. But, uh, man, dang, I really got to think about it. Yeah. Um, 
I think one of the ones that one of the ones that caught me really early on, and I was like, "Well, this is kind of crazy." Yeah. Uh, man, I did a Winnie the Pooh, okay, crawling in through the ribs on this guy, okay, and crawling in through the ribs on this side, and then on the other side having, mm-hmm. you know, him crawling out. Um, I feel like weird. that. I feel like that's, that's you know one. That, 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 that's one of the weirdest ones. Yeah. Have you ever got uh, any on yourself? Yes, yes, I've tattooed myself once. Okay. Um, I did a little pistol on my ankle. Okay. Um, man, I did this because of a Biggie song. Um, I was Biggie, listening bro. to too much Biggie that yeah. morning, and you know he had a line about I got the strap in the tube sock. Oh and, man. Uh, man, I ended up having to do that and. Uh, that one, that's mm-hmm. the only time I've tattooed myself. I won't ever do it again. No? No, I was peer pressured. Yeah. And everybody was like, man, I was an apprentice at the time. Yeah. So, you know, I was at the front at the mm-hmm. shop. And they're like, man, you have to tattoo yourself. Yeah. You cannot tattoo anyone if you don't tattoo yourself. Is, is it difficult to tattoo yourself? Or Yeah. 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 I feel like the... The pain, does it like... Yeah. More? Or, or maybe I'm just a crybaby, yeah. man. I don't know, but I can't hurt yeah. myself. No, I, I, I could let yeah. somebody else, you know, I could let somebody else tattoo me yeah. and... You know, I'll cry and, you know, hide my tears this yeah, way. That's what I do. But, you know, I just kind of look away and yeah. wipe and uh, who's cutting onions? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, uh, doing it to yourself is really hard, man. Yeah. Just because it's like putting your hand on a hot stove. Like, let yeah. that stove get red hot and you're going to see your hand getting closer and be like. Yeah, having to willingly. Do yeah, something. having to willingly be like, cool, I'm a touch yeah. this old and then i'm gonna do it again and again and yeah. again and again it, yeah it's easier yeah. when someone else yeah it's easier when there. someone else does it and you just have yeah. to sit there and not cry exactly uh talk to us a little bit about what you have on on your body is it from one artist is it from a whole bunch of uh, artists? a whole Everywhere. bunch of artists all arkansas uh, based or do you go anywhere to get any specific no i've traveled yeah. i've traveled to get some tattoos but a lot of them are or from a lot of my close homies okay. and stuff, you know, a lot of people that I've worked with, you know, um, I swore when I, I swore when I got into tattooing, I would be completely covered by yeah. now. And then when I got into tattooing, I was like, man, yeah. I don't have time to get tattooed because I'm always tattooing. Yeah. Um, but man, I, I got a whole bunch of work from my homies. My homie Sean Garrison did these. Okay. This is kind of an arm, you know, dedicated to uh, my Hispanic side, you yeah. know, my, my Mexican side, my roots, the way, you know, I'm planning on doing uh, Mexican thing sleeved here. And, you know, I got my kid tattooed on me yeah. and, you know, the way I want to do family kind mm-hmm. of on this side. Uh, a couple of the things that are real important to me, um, I grew up you know, going to like a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. So for me, as a kid, now looking back at it, that's where I got inspired from the most. Like, that's what kind of opened my eyes, like uh, seeing all the imagery in there. I love tattooing realistic, or like religious, realistic imagery, like as far as, you know, like Jesus portraits, or La Virgen, Mm -hmm. or, you know, um, 
San Judas, like all the saints and all that, the imagery I grew up seeing, the statues I had in the house, you know, the the altares my mom would make, you know, all that imagery really inspired me a lot. So, yeah, yeah, I feel, uh, I I really wish I kind of, I don't wish, I like, I like what I have. I like the style that I have. Yeah. It's more traditional. Yeah. More more to what like your, your coworkers do. Uh, but I do have uh, one question. You know, the, the the art scene is becoming more popular. You know, tattooing is becoming more popular. Uh, I feel like, I don't want to say it's easier nowadays for someone coming up, mm-hmm. uh, but we did have it a little bit more difficult. You know, obviously, yeah. you know, there was a time before Instagram. Yeah, a time and, before yeah. YouTube had yeah, every video it, you wanted. Yeah, and where you could just learn things like super yeah. quick. Uh, but what would you say, what would be a piece of advice to like a, a young artist uh, trying to pursue uh, this type of career uh, in their life? As far as tattooing goes, um, one, you have to be an artist. Yeah. You have to love to draw. And you got to love to hit deadlines. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to work in a crunch time. You got to be able to have something complete and ready to make permanent overnight. Yeah. So, you know, this... This line of work is super fast paced, yeah. you know. Um, the first step is be prepared for that. Uh, be prepared to live your life on the go, love art, um, be able to draw and have that natural interest to make a unique piece of art every day. And uh, two, the best thing you can do is get tattooed. Yeah. Get tattooed. Talk to your tattoo artists, go pop in to your tattoo shops. Uh, if you can't afford a tattoo, that's totally fine. Go in there, look around, hang out, introduce yourself. Um, I feel like nowadays, a lot of people, because of social media, a lot of people show interest, you know, through like Instagram DM, you know, and you know, sometimes it takes a little more yeah. than a DM to get it done. like. You have to show interest, come in here, yeah. like come see what it's really about. Come meet the local artists that you exactly. look up to. You know, you see somebody doing a cell that you want to do, have them come up, um, come in here and really see what it's about and hang out, mm-hmm. hang out, get to know the industry and even see if it's something you'd want to pursue. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, now that you mentioned, um, Instagram, I feel like a lot of people have become more, more shy, more, more antisocial, and they kind of rely a lot on social mm-hmm. media to be their main source of communication. I, for once, uh, or for instance, I like, I prefer phone calls yes. uh, over, over DMs. Yes. It's yes. like, uh, you know, DMs take so me. much of your time. Yeah. yeah. If you just call me. Yeah. Well. Or it, it, sometimes it can be overlooked so quickly. You're like, yeah. Hey, I get 10 DMs every hour. So it's and like it's it. hard mm-hmm. to keep up, especially when, you know, you're creating exactly. stuff. You're spending so much time off of Instagram mm-hmm. to create things to mm-hmm. post on Instagram. Exactly. Like for um, me, I feel everybody usually calls me on a Saturday. I'm like, Saturday's my busiest day. Yeah, like Saturday's my, the busiest yeah. day. So what, yeah. Um, no, uh, for sure. I, um, I tell my clients, mm-hmm. All my clients uh, that have been tattooed by me and all that, they know, um, you know, just pull up and talk to me. Yeah. Just pull up and talk to me. It's so much quicker. Catch me when I'm in the shop. Mm -hmm. Um, I work the same hours every week, you know, 
if you just stop in, mm-hmm. you know, that'll cut the consultation down so quickly to where it might take me a couple days yeah. to have a small conversation on Instagram. You know, it'll take me five to 10 minutes up here in person. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel like the, uh, I'm old school, so yeah. I love the in-person, yeah. you know. Since you mentioned, you know, kind of you uh, kind of working the same schedule, I know that uh, for a lot of like entrepreneurs and just like self-owned businesses, sometimes it's really hard to kind of uh, be that or have that self-discipline mm-hmm. uh, to kind of actually work the hours you're supposed to work. Yeah. Has that ever been a problem for you or did you adapt to that like in a certain way? Or uh, I feel like... Uh... I feel like growing up, you know, with my family owning their own businesses and like the tienda and the taqueria and stuff, I had to start working at such an early age, you know, I was 10 years old checking people out at the taqueria, you know. Um, So I feel like growing up in that type of environment, you know, for us, it was seven days a week. Yeah you know, tattooing and being able to get two days off was like, oh, dang, yeah. like, I get two days off. Like, yeah. this is kind of tight. Um, so I feel like with me, I uh, it, it kind of came naturally. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, for me, um, sometimes, you know, being a photographer and having to go out and shoot, uh, there's some days where I'm just like, Man, I don't I'm wanna, not feeling it. Yeah, it's I'm like, not feeling it. I don't want to edit. How do you, how do you how do you overcome? Because I, I assume you know we're not always going to have the best days of our lives. You know, yeah. there's going to be some days, and when you know something personal happens or, or whatever happens, but you still got to come. You know, do your job. How how do you overcome that? And you know, how, does that has that happened to you before? Yeah, um, all the time, man. Especially. In careers like ours, like a photographer, a tattoo artist, a hairstylist, a barber, you know, we don't really have a boss telling us, hey, this is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. This is where you're lacking. This is where you need to grow. So we need to be that person. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I feel like self-motivating is the hardest part. Sometimes you fall in just kind of like a funk, you know. Sometimes you fall in the funk and you got to pick yourself up and, you know, really, you know, really be your number one supporter and motivator and all that. Um, I like to think back. uh, I like to think back at why I wanted to do this. Yeah. Why I wanted to do this, where I started. Um, I started tattooing out the back of my parents' taqueria. Yeah. You know, my, my parents had a taqueria. And, yeah. You know, I'd work. I'd work there from 9 a.m. to 10 o'clock at mm-hmm. night, get off work, clean the shop. And then I was doing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I was doing it the legal way, the yeah. wrong way. But, man, I wanted it. Yeah. And, you know, I was in there. And, you know, I was practicing on family members. Yeah. You know, I'm lucky to have a big support system and a lot of homies that believed in me and trusted in me and wanted to be my first you know artist or my my first tattoos and Mm -hmm. helped me get in there that I think of those days when I was hungry when this was all I wanted you know when nothing else 
you know, nothing else mattered. And this is what I was going for. And, you know, they say, uh, you know, they, they, they say you can't cry about having too much on your plate when yeah. your goal was to eat. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted, uh, I wanted this bad. Yeah. And I try to remind myself of how bad I wanted this yeah. and how fortunate I am to do what I love. Um, and that, and then my music, man. Yeah. You know, that, that my music. If I'm ever feeling down, it, just like cleaning the house. If I'm ever feeling down, I just saw some cumbias. I some cumbias. Let's get it. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's usually, uh, you know, being like a, like a wedding photographer. You know, sometimes I argue with like one of my ex-girlfriends or whatever. And then I get to the wedding, and then Maria Chimpies, and I'm like, oh my god, oh man, this song's like, yes, I know, yeah, yes, and, I know, constantly that. But you know, like you said, you know, you got to kind of focus on, on, on what you're there for. Yeah, um, you know, your your craft. Yeah, and, and what you're yeah, doing, and, and and the things you can control. More yeah, the, the the things you can control, and you know, um, I'm not the best artist. Yeah. Um, I'm not naturally talented. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are naturally talented. I'm not naturally talented. Yeah. Salud. Salud to not being naturally yeah. talented, man. <laughs> we got, yeah, it's like one of those. Uh... Um, I'm not. I had to work a lot for this. Um, I started drawing and taking it seriously at seven years old. And, you know, um, I had to work real hard to get here and, you know, be able to do what I love that, you know, I'm really grateful. And I try to give my client every day the, the best tattoo that I can do because yeah. I feel like I owe it to them. I love providing a service yeah. for people. Um, they're trusting me. Yeah, You know, a lot of people come up here and, you know, they're trusting me to alter their body exactly. in a way permanently for life. So I try to approach it in, you know, how would I want my tattoo artists to approach my tattoo? I would want them to be excited. Mm -hmm. I would want them to give it their all and really be pumped up and be excited to do this tattoo for me. So, you know, I try to, you know, really give my clients, you know, the same love that mm -hmm. they give me. I feel like that's really important. Yeah. Well, Jesse, uh, that that was actually my last point, kind of what you were going to, you know, provide for your for your clientele, and you answered before I, I could even answer. Yeah. That. So uh, to wrap things up, I think you know we'll just take another shot. Yeah. And, uh, call it a day. This is uh, from Jalisco, yeah. where uh, Jesse's from. I think I poured you a little bit too much, but hey. Hey, it's fine. Salud. Salud. Thank you guys. Thank you guys.